Welcome to the 75th Chamber. This is Mike. We're going to have a great show today with a few topics. So stick around. Let's talk. Welcome to 2020 and Happy New Year to everyone listening. During the first week of any new year, we see amazing things happen. Like we get flooded with bills. Stores instantly have Valentine's Day items out on the shelves. And people are out in record numbers breaking their New Year's resolution. They're all yelling, New Year, New Me. Have you ever felt like shutting the fuck up? And that's exactly what I want to say to them when I hear that statement. You really need that one day to wake up and say, I'm going to be a better person. Now, if you were an asshole in 2019, 2018, 2017, and further in the past, chances are you're not going to change that much in 2020. It takes a lot more than a resolution to become a better you. So that brings me to the topic for today, panic and depression. And this isn't something I just read about and forget it, give you a pep talk on. I've been suffering from chronic anxiety and depression for a long time, but it really peaked after my father passed away. Now, I don't have all the answers for you. I cannot cure you. But I hope this podcast can help you in some way. So let's talk. Roughly 2 million adults in America suffer from anxiety. And you have different types of anxiety. You have generalized anxiety. You have OCD. You have PTSD. And then social anxiety disorder. Then of course you have your phobias. Spiders. Flying. Stuff like that. And that brings on panic attacks. When you talk about panic attacks. You really need to know about the fight or flight response. And what it actually is. And that's when we start to talk about our cavemen days. How they survived. And they only survived due to the fight or flight response. Cavemen were always on heightened alert. They'd be out picking their berries. Hunting deer and whatnot. Then the saber-toothed tiger comes. And what happens at that point? The brain triggers a response of fight or flight. The adrenal glands start sending adrenaline all over the body. The heart races. Your blood pressure goes up. All that blood rushes to your muscles. It fills the big muscles up, making them bigger. Almost like the Hulk. And that gives them the opportunity to either fight that saber-toothed tiger or run away from that saber-toothed tiger. One thing we feel today when we panic is this urgency to go to the bathroom. Well, in caveman days, they would just let it go, right there on the ground. They didn't care, because they knew, one, it made their body lighter to escape, and two, the smell of that in a trail would actually throw the predator off track because they worked on smell so the caveman was able to escape 
Now, after all of this, the caveman was able to go back to his cave and relax a little bit. It took him about an hour to work all of that off to have the adrenaline fade away and for his body to calm down and feel regular again. In this day and age, we don't have that. We cannot go to work, have a panic attack and work, then lay down after the panic attack under your desk. Our stress continues throughout the day. That's what brings on more and more panic and sometimes health problems. Now let's talk about coping skills and diet. Not all coping skills work the same for everybody, so you really have to test out and try what works with you the best. One thing that I found that helped me the most was I cut down on caffeine a lot, and I stopped drinking alcohol. I noticed in doing so, my adrenaline didn't pump as hard and quickly to start a panic attack. I also noticed that eating regularly helped me a lot. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, I tried not to skip any of them. I know it's hard during the busy day, but at the same time as you don't want to feel that weakness that can trigger off a panic attack. I think we can all agree that one small feeling that feels out of the way can trigger off a full-blown panic attack. So eating regular and healthy helps you control that adrenaline so you don't have such major panic attacks. You might still have panic attacks, but they will probably not be as severe. You have to really research the diets, and you want to bring in energy-boosting foods, natural energy-boosting. Stay away from Monster, Red Bull, or any type of artificial booster like that. Because that can make your heart race, and that will cause a major panic attack. Google is filled with diets for people with anxiety. You need to research it, trial and error, until you find something that's good for you. Because what's good for you might not help the next person. What's good for me might not help you. So you really need to research. And at the same time, make sure that it's a style of food that you like, that entertains your palate, that you're happy eating. Now, every therapist will tell you, maintain a positive attitude. Well, how can you do that when you're just thinking of doom and gloom all the time? But let's think about what started our panic attacks, an incident that might have happened. For me, it was my father's death. It also could have been a car accident I was involved in years before. It took a nanosecond for our brains to rewire and start getting anxiety, panic disorders. So it's going to take time to rewire our brain back. So we need to find these coping skills that are good for us, that work for you individually. A lot of people practice yoga, they'll listen to music, they'll meditate, they'll get a massage, all types of things like that. Me, myself, if I try to meditate, I'm asleep for eight hours. So that type of meditation doesn't work for me. But meditation might work for you. Helping you clear your mind. Helping you relax. Helping you with your deep breathing. 
because the deep breathing is the most important part of getting out of anxiety panic attack. You want to relax the lungs. You want to slow down the blood flow to your big muscles. So, what I use is a 757. I inhale for 7 seconds. I hold it for 5 seconds. And then exhale for 7 seconds. I do this 7 times. Then you take a small break for maybe 2 minutes and do it again. Repeat it over and over again until you start to feel your heart rate slow down, your breathing normalize, and the hyperventilation stop. I suggest during those breaks you drink water. Water can help your heart rate slow down. Even putting a cold washcloth on your arteries, your wrist, your jugular, that can help slow down your heart rate. Because the heart rate race is what scares the shit out of us during a full-blown anxiety attack. Another coping tool you can use is listening to an ebook or a podcast of somebody with a calming voice. Maybe even this podcast could help you. I myself, I like to watch YouTube videos. I like watching comedy stand-up. Little clips, SNL, old mad TV, get your mind laughing and off the anxiety that you're feeling. Humor helps so much. At one time when I had my anxiety attack, I'd open up my phone and I'd start doing word search puzzles. You want to focus on something else. You want that brain to start thinking of something different. Even if you got a piece of paper, blank piece of paper, and just started drawing dots or circles and count them one by one by one. Your brain will be so focused on that, it's not focused on the chest pain, the arm numbness, or anything else that your anxiety tricks your brain into thinking. Now, exercise is a little bit different, especially for those that get very anxious when they start to feel their heart race. So what you want to do is you want to start off with small walks, maybe around the corner, up the street, maybe three minutes a day. And do three minutes a day, two times a day, three minutes a day, five times a day, and try five minutes. Maybe go a little bit longer if you can. It depends on the person and the situation they're in. Everyone is different. And don't think because the other person can walk for a half hour straight that you have to. You have to go by what your body tells you, but try to push it a little bit more. And trust me, at the end, when you see that you are going over your goals, you will feel so much better about yourself. Now, sleep is very important when you suffer from these conditions. If you don't get enough sleep, or too much sleep, your body tends to work overtime. That leads to the heart racing. That makes you vulnerable to an attack. So you really want to track your sleep, get to bed at a good time, and wake up at a good time. In this day and age, you can download an app to really track your sleep. You can set a goal on when you want to wake up, when it's time to wind down and go to sleep. 
They're very helpful. Then challenge yourself to get that sleep that you need. After a month, you'll feel so much better because it's another goal that you've accomplished. You see, with this condition, we sometimes feel that we can't do certain stuff. So when you accomplish each and every goal, it's rewiring your brain and letting you know that you can accomplish more than you actually think you can. That boosts up your self-confidence and it boosts up your coping skills to battle these attacks before they can happen. There will probably never be a cure for anxiety, depression, or panic. And at times you feel hopeless, like you're going to live like this forever. But you just have to do your best. You have to do your best in learning the skills to help you through the day, the weeks, the months. And there's no time limit of when you're going to be cured of this. You might have it for the rest of your life. And that's something you just have to understand. It's the way our brains are wired now. Just do your best. Don't get discouraged. Baby steps. It's all you can do to live a better life. I don't have all the answers. I've been suffering for over 15 years. I wish I had the answers to help everybody. I wish I had the answers to help myself. There's one thing you need to know is you're not alone. There's others out there. So try to talk to somebody. Talk to a professional. Don't take the easy way out. Get help. Admit you need help. Find the treatment that works best for you. Live your life. Take control. 2020 will be your year. I hope you enjoyed the show. And I really hope that you come back next week. I plan on having a great show for you. So good night and stay blessed.